0: Brooklyn 214 Podcast. We back. It's your boy KFK Lou over here. Got my boy Brooklyn right here. Let's go. We have a special guest today. Um, got him on the phone. We got a special guest today. Um, Mr. Chris Arnold from 1053 the fan from K104 from back in the day, even 1310 the ticket from back in the day. It's a celebrity to us, so special guest. How you doing, Chris? Good morning, Kevin morning, Brooklyn. How y'all doing? Doing good, doing good. Doing, doing good. good, man. Great to have you. Yes, sir, man. Um, thanks again. Thanks again for agreeing to do this uh, with us. Yeah. Um, so today we're going to talk about NFL predictions. Week 5, I believe it's week 5, right? Week 5, yeah. um, We already had the game Thursday night with um, New England taking out the coast. I think I thought that should have been a blowout, but hey, I don't think New England got the juice this year. <laughs> yeah, that, but, run uh, is over. that run is over. Yeah, so... Chris, what you think about that game before we get into the rest of the predictions? Well,
1: just like you said, New England don't have the juice this year. That's because Brady and Belichick ain't getting along. It's, it's a shotgun wedding right now. It's a shotgun marriage. <laughs> they kind of tired of each other. They get on each other's nerves, and uh, New England just doesn't have the—they um, don't have the depth like they used to. I will say this: you still got to go through New England to get to the Super Bowl, and I wouldn't be surprised because uh, if they're still in the hunt, because Belichick always has stuff up his sleeve. I will say this, there's a lot of people in the New England area, the Boston fans area, man, they still met at Belichick for not playing Malcolm Butler in the Super Bowl. They're saying that that cost them the Super Bowl. So even though Belichick is right up there, you know, him and Nick Saban, they're coaches, people don't, you know, they don't ever doubt them, they don't ever disagree with There are people in in Boston. They really still upset about him not playing Malcolm Butler. The only the cornerback that saved them against Seattle the year, the couple of years ago, and the only starter on defense that played every snap until the Super Bowl. He wouldn't play him one time.
0: I definitely agree with you on that. Uh, the crazy thing about that is, it's not looking like a bad idea. The way Malcolm Butler is getting burnt this year. Have you been keeping up with him this year? Doesn't matter. That doesn't
1: matter about that. You you let him get burned in the Super Bowl, and if you lose that game, then you let him walk. But you don't do it ahead of time, and then open yourself up for criticism. That's called egomania.
0: Yeah, that's true. Hey, Belichick, he pretty much has a free pass. You know. He, yeah, he does. Uh, free pass, do whatever he wants. Like so. Nick Saban, there's two people in America, Nick Saban and Belichick. <laughs> oh, man, both jerks, man. I, I actually like Saban, though. So, uh, Belichick, I can't get with him. I'm, I'm a Saban fan, though. I'm an Alabama and Florida State fan. Now, speaking of college real quick, uh, Yasuna's lost, surprisingly to me. Actually, I picked them to win. I picked Texas to win yesterday, but... I, you know, I was just throwing a shout out and I was throwing a dart out there I didn't expect it to actually happen So what's your opinions on that?
1: Well, first of all, let me say this I've covered that game Oh my goodness Over 20-something times I mean, I've, I've been out there Almost every year From 1976 on I'm serious I've only missed I, I might, have, might have missed seven games Since 1976 And I will tell you this that was one of the most all-time exciting games in that class. Forty-eight to forty-five was the final score. The most points combined scored by both teams. Mm-hmm. The place was going absolutely nuts. I wasn't out right. there yesterday. I had to do a uh, an event for one hundred five to defend a, a game watching party for one hundred five to defend Otherwise, I'd have been there. But let me say this: I feel bad for Kyler Murray. For those who don't know the story, you know. He won all these state championships for Allen High School. Mm -hmm. He had never lost a game as a starting quarterback except when he was in junior high. Since he was in junior high, he lost one time as a starter, and then he lost yesterday. He had two turnovers, the, the interception and then the fumble. And then he brought them back. So, again, as a Sooner, because I graduated from OU, I'm mad at the defense and the defensive coordinator in particular max stoops they're gonna run him out of the state uh, yeah, in fact there there's a, a lot of people team say team just team leave him at, at the fair. fair you know just leave him at the fair but i have to give the texas credit for the win
0: mm-hmm.
1: i'm gonna say this i've always told my friends who went to ut i don't hate ut i've never hated ut mm-hmm. i want ut to be good so when we beat them it means
0: something <laughs> <laughs> okay okay i understand that I understand that Again, I can't talk, man. I'm a Florida State fan. We blew a twenty. We blew a twenty point lead yesterday in the, what second half alone. Mm-hmm. The turnover chains came out, and it was a wrap for us. So I can't. Talk. By the way,
1: I I, I want to say something. I, a couple years ago, I went to a Florida State game. I was I think it's Florida State Clemson,
0: uh-huh.
1: and that stated. Four. they get to rock and they start doing the chops. That's what mm-hmm. I ain't never seen some stuff like that. A and M got the crowd with a twelfth man going. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clemson is real loud, but I've been uh. I've been fortunate over the last four years to go to a lot of big college football games all over the country. Sports Illustrated and CBS will send me these games. And I do a, a, a tailgate tour for them. So I've had a chance to go to some of the biggest games in the country. And I will say that atmosphere at Florida State of Tallahassee is unreal.
0: It's up there. Yeah. Um, I went to the game when they played um, Oklahoma State down here when James was here. Um, oh, yeah, I was at that game. Yeah, it was... I was shocked by the amount of fans that came to Dallas and took over that stadium. Um, oh, yeah. Of, and then, speaking of the games out here, my boy Brooklyn, man, he's an LSU fan now. I got him to the LSU-Miami game. Let's go, LSU. Man. You know we lost, we lost. That's yeah. all right. So I've been telling him all season, Chris, that they have no chance against Alabama. No chance. And he don't want to listen to me, man. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, put it like this. Crazy things can
1: happen. Exactly. You remember that game a couple of years ago when Alabama kicked that field goal? It was short, and Arvin took it to the house, and that flipped everything. Hey, even this past year when Alabama won the national championship, you know they didn't win their division. I mean, That's it was true. crazy. That's true. But they got into the they got into the playoff, and they handled up. And they only switched quarterbacks at halftime. That's what won them the national championship.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm still stick by my. <laughs> I'm still stick by mine. I don't think they have well, a I Well, I know
1: you will because that's what's been working until proven otherwise. Exactly. But I will say this, the biggest threat to Alabama in the Southeast Conference is Georgia and LSU.
0: I'll give you Georgia. Um, LSU, man, you got to think Alabama has the best offense that Nick Saban has ever had, in my opinion, right now. If he, if he, if, if he don't
1: go into control freak mode like, like Bill Belichick did. Remember, he did not want to switch quarterbacks at halftime. The only reason he did, I don't know if you know the story. I was talking about this on the air on 105.3 The Fan. Mm -hmm. I found this out from a beat writer who was, this was like the day after they won the championship, and he was all giddy and happy, and he wasn't dogging out Nick Saban. He was just explaining what happened. And then I just kept that in mind because I know Nick Saban's a control freak. He said, this is what happened. He said that the wide receivers for Alabama were about to transfer. Mm. They were all on Snapchat saying, this is a bunch of junk they love hurts they, they thought hurts is a, is a great they love him to death and like him as a person they think he's a great leader but he don't throw the ball and they like they trying to have nfl careers just like uh uh julio jones julio, right. and all of them were going to transfer and the reason why is because tour was looking so good at practice and then that week of the game uh hurts had the flu and so Tua was doing everything in practice and then wide receivers that they were transferring, and don't think it's a joke because if you look around college football today, quarterbacks be transferring left and right like it ain't nothing. Right. So these wide receivers saying, "Look, we trying to have pro football careers, and Coach Coach uh, Saban, all they want to do is run the ball. He's told he don't, he refused to throw the ball, and we will transfer after this game. That's what they were putting on Snapchat to their friends, and so." Uh, Saban knew what Tua was doing at, at practice during the week when Hurts when, uh, when had the flu. Mm-hmm. And so he made that decision because they wasn't getting nothing done. Meanwhile, Georgia's quarterback was killing him. And by the way, Georgia's quarterback was supposed to go to Alabama, and he wound up going up to uh, Georgia because Tua went there. And then uh, uh, I think one of the receivers in Alabama was going to go with, he wound up going to Georgia because that, that quarterback was going to throw the ball. All I can say is... Uh, There was going to be a mutiny. And that's why when this season started, uh, because Nick Saban is hard-headed, and he's one of these old-fashioned coaches that think when you throw the football, uh, only one good thing can happen, and that's a completion. The other two things are bad, a pick or an incompletion. It was because of the mutiny possibility, and that's why he kept saying, oh, we got two quarterbacks. He would never just say two is the quarterback. All because he likes control, and Hurst gives him control. And by the way, the players don't hate Hurts; they love Hurts. But they know, two is the better quarterback.
0: That's true. That's true. Um, so, not to waste too much more of your time, man, we will go ahead and get into these NFL predictions for you for um, this week. Now, first game, we have Tennessee at Buffalo. Who you have on that one? Tennessee. I, I don't believe Josh Allen's the real deal, even though he showed up one
1: week. You know, I don't I don't give him credit for being the real deal, and I don't think Buffalo knows what they're doing. I think Tennessee is surprising everybody being three and one right now. I'm just gonna give them this one. I'm not saying Tennessee is a legit threat to go to the playoffs. I'm just gonna give them this
0: one. I got Tennessee as well. Who you got, bro? I got Tennessee. Okay. So then next one we got Miami at Cincinnati. Two surprising teams to me. Uh, uh, the surprise one, team yes. is Miami, but I'm going to give it to Cincinnati on this, this game
1: right here, even though it's going to be a nice showdown. I just think Cincinnati is loaded. I'm not saying they're going to go anywhere in the playoffs. They never win a playoff game, but
0: they loaded. Yeah, they're gritty, too. Uh, yep. See, we did a podcast back in July. I actually said I picked Cleveland to win more games than Cincinnati, so I'm actually going for them to lose today. Just, just you know for that what? reason.
1: I'm not, mad at, I'm not mad at you know that. I, I've actually picked. Now, this sounds crazy, but I had to have a crazy pick. I actually said Cleveland got a chance to go to the playoffs, and let me tell you why. If Buffalo can do it
0: last year, first mm-hmm. time in seventeen years, Cleveland
1: can do it this year.
0: Oh, I had them at eight and eight um, this year. They, they kind of messing it up already, but we'll <laughs> see how they go. <laughs> hey, it ain't over. Hey, look, look, this is the first part of the season. Yeah. That's if true. it ain't over for the Cowboys, it ain't over for Cleveland. Right, we we'll gonna get to the Cowboys. <laughs> oh, I know. That. I know you rubbing your hands. Mm hmm. Yes, sir. Uh, the next one, actually, Baltimore at Cleveland. I'm Cleveland, the- even though Baltimore is the real deal. Really? I'm taking the Raiders. The only right. reason
1: I'm thinking Cleveland is because Cleveland got this emotional thing going for them. See, there's something to be said if you believe. And the way they lost to the Raiders, the referees stole that game from them. So they were still believing themselves. You see what I'm saying? And that, that, that when the refs take a game from you and you know you won it, that galvanizes the team in the locker room. Right. And Baltimore, don't get me wrong, I think that Baltimore is a solid team.
0: But I think Cleveland's going to beat them this time. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to stick with Baltimore. Who you got? I'm going to go with the Ravens on this one. So, okay. So, we agree on that one. Chris got Cleveland. We're going to see. I'm going to hit you up on Twitter on this one, Chris. <laughs> hey, listen, listen. You know I'm not to go to get my boy Becky McFitt. Come on in. Oh, yeah. Oh, o- you. You're right. You're right. O- uh, you right. You right. Oh, you. So, we got Green Bay at Detroit. This one's pretty easy for me. Yeah, me too. I, I Green Bay. Yeah. Okay. yeah that's, that's as reason. long as Aaron <laughs> Rodgers can set foot on the field, they can dope him up, shoot him up, whatever it takes. <laughs> he ain't gonna lose. Exactly. vote. I can't believe this is a noon game. Um, Jacksonville and Kansas City. I'm gonna tell you why it's a noon game. Because uh, what, what's the noon game? Um, Jacksonville and Kansas City.
1: You know what? That's because probably before the season started, they didn't believe in Kansas City. You know how they schedule makers yeah. do. They don't start flexing the schedule till December. Yeah, that's, that's a
0: shocker for me. Even though even both of them last um, playoff teams last year, I believe, right? Yeah, but yeah. you know, Kansas City always fade at the end there. You know, they they don't believe in Kansas
1: City. Kansas City ain't got no juice right now. How they do. I'm talking about before the season started. Okay. They they didn't know what they had with Kansas. City. I'm talking about the TV schedule makers.
0: So who you got in that one, Chris?
1: Oh, I'm, I'm still believing in Mahomes magic. I want to see Mahomes do some more. Don't get me wrong. Jalen Smith going to be, I mean, Jalen, uh, Ramsey, what's his Ramsey. name, Cornerback. Yeah, Jalen, Jalen Ramsey. He's going to talk to that talk. And, 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 and uh, Tyreek Hill, that's going to be the showdown right yeah, they there. Yeah,
0: they've been talking smack, too. But, as a yeah, but, the bottom, but right. the
1: bottom line is, I think something until Mahomes gets stopped, and it, this might be the game, I'm going with Kansas City until he
0: loses. Okay. I okay. agree with you on that one, Chris. You got Kansas City too? I got Kansas City. Okay, I'm going to talk to both of y'all. Because Blake, Blake, <laughs> Blake Bortles ain't going to get it done. And uh, what you call
1: still got a hamstring, right? Your boy from LSU? Fournette? Uh,
0: Fournette, yeah. Yes, yeah, sir. yeah, he's out like, there yeah. playing. It ain't no matter. I still I still believe in the Jacksonville defense. So that's that's who I'm rolling with. Um, we got Denver and New York at the Jets. That's gonna be I'm
1: going with Denver, even though... Uh, uh, what's McCallum ain't throwing a touchdown in
0: four games? Um, oh, Rosen, I believe.
1: No, not what's Rosen.
0: Like,
1: um, he used to be with Minnesota last year. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, you talking quarterback. about uh, Case Keenum. Yeah, Keenum. Yeah. Keenum hasn't thrown a touchdown. He, 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 she still savvy. Uh, he hasn't thrown a touchdown in four weeks. But that's why I'm saying Julio Jones ain't called a touchdown. I mean, they both dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's
0: true. Oh, and
1: and if, don't forget, Denver still got that defense. Exactly. And as far as the Jets are concerned, Sam Darnold just can't do it by himself.
0: That's yeah. true. That's true. Um, he's better than I thought he was. to Be honest. Uh he all right. He—he's exactly what I thought he was. Um, shoot, that's a good one too. Atlanta and Pittsburgh. Even though their records don't say man, it, do it. that's a good one. You though. talk about some desperate teams right there. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, they you know, before, in the season,
1: before the season started, before the season started, a lot of people—not a lot, not a whole lot—but a lot of people could see that as a Super Bowl matchup.
0: Uh, nah, if if I, Le'Veon I, I, has showed up. Now, what you, what you think about Le'Veon? By the way, his situation. You, you, you agree with him coming I, back?
1: I I think he shouldn't even say he coming back. He just should just kept being non-committal and stay on that jet ski down there at South Beach, and mm-hmm, I mean exactly. basically do what he been doing. Because Earl Thomas showed you what can happen. Exactly. So and so- these fans, they don't get it. They they act like players are just shiny toys. That they just you know. And they, oh, you Where's your loyalty? Now, where's your loyalty? Mm-hmm. All these uh, fans, they're the first ones to cut somebody on some fantasy football or say somebody don't deserve the money because of the position they play right. based on... Cap- now, I get tired of all these analytical people that don't understand the passion of the game and understand these players need every penny that they earn, that they deserve. Just because right. Pittsburgh don't pay him properly doesn't mean he needs to just show up. He needs to leverage whatever he can leverage. And unfortunately, if teammates don't get it that's their fault as far as the fans if y'all don't understand this y'all being selfish right. not the player the fans talking about some loyalty ask Dan Bailey about Lord. Right. every time somebody asked me about Lord, I said Dan Bailey because I'm man Dan <laughs> Bailey is great and I still don't I'm still mad at the Cowboys not re-signing him or not or, not, or cutting him I, I mean, still don't understand it make me mad
0: hey the other kicker did as Jerry called him the other boy he did hit the yeah. <laughs> game when the field goal if he, was, And what did Jerry say? If they, he had missed him and Steven been down in South America. That's true. Fans would have ran out of town. have been out. They had to go. Because
1: you don't you don't mess with that. But let me let me tell you, just, let me just go into this Dan Bailey. I got a Dan Bailey theory on why he's not there. Now, we know it's the month. Mm-hmm. You know Point Beach money. It got nothing to do with him overcoming an injury or he seemed like he, he wasn't suspect in training camp. I'm going to tell you exactly what happened. Doing, when they do the, the cuts, the last cuts of the year, you know, they start the season, mm-hmm. every coach is trying to jockey to keep a certain number on his group. You know, I have an X number wide receivers I need. I got X number linebackers I need. I got an X number cornerbacks I need. You know, I got X number of uh, running backs I need. Everybody trying to, to uh, lobby for their position group, right? right? Well, you got nine new assistant coaches, all right, nine of them. So when they cutting down to the last couple of cuts, ain't none of them ever had their job saved by Dan Bailey. Think about it. Yeah. And and uh, 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 Rich Masaccia, the specialties coach, he gone to Oakland. So there was nobody to stand up for Dan Bailey when you had to do a coin flip.
0: Yeah.
1: So and, well, it wasn't like Dan lost the job because his job was not on the line. Right. He said, "Well, you know what? Uh, me he's just as good as him." And was nobody there to back him up, back up Dan Bailey except Garrett, Marindelli, and Lenihan, And that's just three. That's true. That's true. I give you that. And you know stephen and stephen Jones is about money. Oh, okay. I can save
0: some money. Okay, good. Yeah, so that's part of the reason why we don't have Ds, but we're gonna get in there too. Um Oh yeah, yeah, that's another thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we we have a couple more minutes. So I'm gonna shoot through these um pretty quick. Okay. Uh, I'll he, be quick. My boy is a Brooklyn fan. He's a well. He's from Brooklyn. He's a Giants fan. We got Carolina and the Giants. I already know who's going to win this, but I'll let you Giants. See. <laughs> we'll see. I'll let Cam, Cam, and the and the Carolina Panthers. Easy. <laughs> now you and got easy. the Chargers at home versus the Raiders. Now the Chargers have been practicing with crowd noise because they know they don't have any home field advantage. I feel bad for right. them. But, right. Right. I still take them to win this game. What about you, Chris?
1: Either two they done figured themselves out. The Raiders, the, like I said, the referees won that game. Plus, I'm still mad at Chucky for trading Khalil Mack to the Bears. You don't exactly. do that. You don't. And, and, and on top of all that, understand the background. He never once talked to the man. How you gonna exactly. take over a team and not talk to the team leaders? And Khalil Mack and Derek Carr best friends. Mm-hmm. Two leaders on the team, you only talk to one? Come on now, I know what's up. And then turned
0: around and said we need a pass rusher after you got right. rid of your best pass rusher so right hey that's that's another story uh um,
1: he had no intention of having him on the squad
0: true, true. And and it had to, nothing to, to do it, it, like it had it nothing to do with personality listen
1: it had nothing to do with personality because he met the man he never talked to me he just came in and said you know what i'm putting my stamp on this team mm-hmm. so if we have any kind of success I get all the credit. It's no different than Belichick's uh, benching Malcolm Butler. It's an ego thing.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's get to the next one. Minnesota and Philadelphia. Ooh, that's a good one. Ooh. You
1: I'm going got... to go with Minnesota because I think they're a little bit more desperate. Philadelphia, they've already won their Super Bowl, and whatever they got after, this, after that is great. Everything, they, they don't have to do nothing the next 10 years. They don't want a Super Bowl for them, for them crazy fans.
0: That's true. Who you got on that one, Brooklyn? I'm going to go with the Vikings. Who did you pick for the uh, Oakland and Los Angeles game? Up, oh charges, up All right Now next one A game Don't I don't think anybody cares about Arizona and San Francisco <laughs> Not even watching that Yeah No more Jimmy G I'm
1: gonna have to go with Arizona They gotta
0: finally win the game At some point Yeah it does play. That's true That's true LA um, It's Seattle The Rams It's Seattle
1: Man I love I love that show That's a love, good matchup But I think the Rams Are for real Let me tell you what the X factor On the Rams is Everybody completely forgot about this the reason, first of all, you know the head coach is a genius, the offensive genius, right? Mm-hmm. People forget Wade Phillips is a defensive genius. Exactly. He ain't no head coach, but he's the one that's keeping all of them defensive personalities and that defense on point. Mm-hmm. Wade Phillips is a genius on defense. Mm-hmm. When he left Denver, I was like, how can Denver just let him get away like that?
0: Right. They ain't they remember, the all, remember,
1: all the players for Denver said that Wade won that Super Bowl for them. Right, because he did. He did. Yep. Um,
0: it wasn't Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning just having to hand the ball off. Exactly. He can even throw the ball. He can even do a 10 yard out. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. On so, exactly. Yeah, man. But uh, Wade Phillips definitely get a lot of credit, man. He got a lot of weapons this year as well on defense, even with the injuries. Man. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, exactly. Like I said, he knows what he's doing. He can handle all those personalities. They love him.
0: Right, right. So I think we all agree on the rounds on that one. Yes. I'm going to skip this one for tonight. We'll go to Monday. New Orleans and Washington.
1: Yeah, I'm going with the Saints. In mm-hmm. fact, that's who I picked to go to the Super Bowl this year. I did, And yeah. it, it, the, the crazy thing is, I, I like the Rams a lot, but before I even thought Rams play, I, I was going to New Oilers because so they had some revenge going on. Plus, people don't know this. Sean Payton is so smooth. He took the entire team this summer to see uh, Black Clansmen, and that put hmm. that team together. Think about it. Imagine that whole mm-hmm. squad that. going to see one movie, Black Klansmen. Wow. Okay, yeah, I didn't
0: know that. That's neat right there.
1: That's that's deep, that's some
0: inside, that that talk about put everybody on the same page. Right. Come on now. Yeah, man, I miss Sean Payton being down here. Now, the main event for us, I don't know about Brooklyn, he's a hater, but the main event for us, Cowboys, Texans. Before we get into that, what do we have to do to get Dez Bryant back? Like, what is it going to take? Linehan getting fired. It doesn't have to necessarily
1: be Garrett getting fired, because Garrett actually liked Dez, Linehan. And the only way Lenny ain't gonna get fired is if the, if the season collapse. Right now, the Cowboys wide receiver group is 29th in the NFL. Ooh, 29th, yeah. and they have they lead the league in contested catches. You follow me? Yeah. I'm not saying that every catch that they make is contested, contested, but they have more contested catches than anybody. Which means ain't nobody scared of them. Right. You follow me? Right. The referees ain't calling nothing. And the only way Lenihan is going to get fired is, like I said, if the whole thing offensively collapse on him. he got to look a sore thumb. Tonight might be a good indication of whether he learned anything from the week before. I'm talking about Lenihan. He's stubborn, too.
0: Now, um, we went to that game last week. That's why we didn't um, do a podcast for the people that's watching us on YouTube and listening on Spotify. Um, we actually took one of our subscribers uh, to the game for free last week just to show, you know, thanks for subscribing and appreciate you know. Nice move. So yeah. That's Some what love. We're doing, uh, we plan on doing more. We have Cowboys games, Mavericks games, and all that coming up. Um, now, we set up in the 400 section in the corner, so we was able to see the whole field. Um, I paid attention to the wide receivers. They talked all they noise about getting open. Nobody was getting open. I can honestly say that. Um, then a few times they did get open, it was like Five seconds, seven seconds, you know, too late basically. Yep. Yep. So man, we we have to get Dez back. <laughs> we have to do something, man. We could have got Josh. Well, Gordon. like I said, Dez, Dez wanna play for the Cowboys. Right. And I'm gonna tell you something, I truly believe Jerry
1: wants him to play for the Cowboys. He does but as he Jerry does. said to g bag Nation, it, it, it ain't in the Cowboys' best interest right now for Dez to be back. And what he's basically saying to me is that as long as Linehan is there, it ain't going to work. You follow me? Linehan can't trust Dez to keep his mouth closed and not tell the truth on him again. Dez told the truth on Linehan, and he wasn't being mean about it, but reporters just asked Dez last last uh, year before the Philadelphia game, before the last game of the year, they just lost Seattle, lost chance in the playoffs, and they asked him about the offense being predictable, and Dez said, yeah, I think you're right. I think it is uh, kind of predictable. That was, he didn't realize that when he said that, he crossed over that invisible line. And mind you, that was the week everybody wanted Lennihan fired because he didn't get the ball to Ezekiel Elliott on the goal line right. and and get a beat, Seattle. So, Lennihan, in his mind, he's thinking if we lose two games in a row and Dez said the offense is predictable, he's going to get fired. So, he fired Dez before Dez could get him fired. That's what this ball's down to.
0: Okay. Man, see, you know. Is this the last year? Do you think so for them? As far as the as far cool. coaching
1: staff? You already got new nine, co- nine new coaches. So you got, here's what's so crazy. Here's their excuses in their cushion. I'm talking about Garrett and the coaching staff. You got nine new coaches. You basically turned over the entire uh, coaching staff except for uh, the, the, three, the three main coordinators. You still got a new uh, special teams coach. So they got that excuse. And then instead of turning over uh, the roster about 30%, they always turn the bottom of the roster about 30%. Every team does that. The Cowboys did 50% turnover on the roster. And it is now the youngest team on paper in the NFL. That's another excuse you tell match. I'm telling you the excuses these guys are use to keep their job. And that's why they claim the slow start and, yeah, the fans had a great expectation. But we don't have time for we got brand new young guys. We got new assistant coaches. But what the fans are noticing, and what Jerry's noticing, and Steve is noticing, is that Chris Rashard is great. Right. And if they have to chop off somebody's head, they can elevate Chris Rashard. And you know Chris Rashard knows somebody that can call some plays. He's been in the league, playing, uh, coaching at Seattle for at least five or six years, so he knows some offensive coordinators if it, it, it came down to it. You follow what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So they, they, they do see a replacement right there. It ain't like, okay, we got Marinelli, and he's 100 years old, and he'll take over if we have to fire Garrett. Jerry don't want to fire Garrett, and Garrett might position himself to get, just get rid of Linehan. You follow what I'm saying? But the whole point is this. Dez can't come back as long as is in the building. It is no different than when Jerry flew down there and, and told T.O. he had to fire him. He said, look, this is bigger than me and you. Me and you on the same page. Mm-hmm. He looked at, D- at T.O., he said, you, you drew, he was on a, uh, one of the Italian restaurants They got paper on the, on the restaurant table, and, and he had a crayon, and he, he made an a, a, a X right there. He said, this is me. He made an X over there, and he said, that's you. He drew a line straight to each other. He said, me and you, we on the same page. He made a circle around all of these said, But this is the Cowboys. is bigger than me and you. So that's what he basically told Death. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's... He got to do what he thinks best for the Cowboys, which is to let these coaches coach and lose their job, or coach and keep their job. Basically, he gave Linehan even more power in the off-season to hang himself—either hmm. hmm. hang himself or get them out and get them to the playoffs. I said in the off-season, all year long, and I have not changed this. Jason Garrett cannot keep his job by just getting to the playoffs they got to get to the Super Bowl. Not just the conference championship, the Super Bowl. Because everybody feels like he, ain't, he don't know what he's doing. He does not make in-game decisions. Right. He doesn't change anything. He, he coaches like he's got a dominant team. He's coaching like he's got the advantage. He doesn't have the depth. They're not at a, a dominant advantage. He's coaching like this team is the 90s, Cowboys. Well, we just run the ball, and the next man up. The next man up is not as good as the starter. Yeah, That's what almost got Dak killed in Atlanta last year. Chaz Green can't do what Tyron does.
0: Hmm. But
1: they didn't... wouldn't change him out. They wouldn't help him. They would call him the same stupid plays. They wouldn't have anybody he's help him. Just... Chip, a linebacker, they said, Chaz, do what Tyron
0: does.
1: Right. As if he's Tyron. That's why Jason Garrett got to go. And to me a, Only a Super Bowl pitch You don't have to win The Super Bowl You just gotta get in it right. To me that's the only thing To keep his job Because if this season goes on These fans They know what Zeke can do
0: and As far as tonight is concerned You wanna get into Tonight's prediction Yeah we can um, I got one more thing About Gary You say the Super Bowl um, I personally think If he make it To the NFC Championship game I think that'll save him Right there Win or lose I think that'll save him I don't think so, but that's, that's just my opinion. I agree. I don't think so either. What? The way Jerry okay. is, the way Jerry loved this dude, man. Y'all oh, don't think if he makes it to the NFC Championship? Winning, man. trying to win. But when the last time we went to the it, NFC it, Championship? it would have to be. It would look like this. Let me tell you what how. You if, if, if
1: under your scenario, the, the way I see it, the only way he could keep his job in the NFC Championship game is if they were the wild card team and for some reason he starts coaching and coached up a team that wasn't supposed to be there. Hmm. she got to understand the Cowboys fans' mentality. Their mentality is, we are the Cowboys. It's our birthright to be in the Super Bowl. Right. And Jason Garrett has denied them their birthright. So even though Jerry doesn't want to get rid of Garrett, he, ha- he loves Garrett. That's his son. But he but unless Jason Garrett like acts like he's got a team that's injured and all of a sudden he done coached them up and... They have made a miracle run in the playoffs and made it to the NFC Championship. That's the only way. If this team, all hands will be It's kind of like, oh uh, uh, boy, in Cincinnati. Getting to the playoffs don't mean nothing to them. They, they get to the playoffs. They ain't won a playoff game yet. Jason Garrett has won one playoff game. Right. If they win the NFC East, they're supposed to win the next game and get to the NFC Championship game they supposed to. Not, oh we'll be lucky. I don't know, man. It's, I... I'm gonna tell you, I'm, 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 let me let me, explain, let me explain the emotion real quick. This is the simplest way I can explain. Remember two years ago when they went 13-3, right? 13-3. Right. They did not win that playoff game against Green Bay. And nobody was mad, right? Everybody's heartbroken because Aaron, Aaron Rodgers made a hell of a play. But that's why nobody was mad? Because it was new, it was fresh, it was gas, and it was deep. It was not Romo couldn't win a playoff game. Mm -hmm. If Tony Romo had been that quarterback, that wouldn't have been good enough. It'd have been disappointment. Right. So I'm trying to tell you, Jason Garrett not getting to the Super Bowl ain't good enough. Mm. It ain't good enough. He's been there too long. Tony Romo would have been there too long, thirteen and three, and didn't win a playoff game, it would have been just like in two thousand, whenever it was when they went and played the Giants, and, and and they went, they they lost that game, and it was like, wait a minute, we were thirteen and three, and Romo didn't win the playoff game. Yeah, see, oh, I think even we though all Patrick agree. Krayton, even though Patrick, my boy Patrick, got that, that it was Romo going going to Cowboy. Yeah. It wasn't Patrick Creighton dropping the ball. It was Romo going to Cowboy, and Romo came win the playoff game.
0: Yeah, I think we all agree as fans and the people with common sense that it won't be good enough. I'm just going off of Jerry mindset and Jerry's recent history. I think if he makes the NFC Championship, no matter if we win that game or lose that game, Jason Gary gonna keep his job. <laughs> you think Jerry's gonna sell that as progress, huh? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, that's I'm, I'm telling gonna... you that. I'm,
1: I'm telling you that the fans are gonna sell it like Romo couldn't win a playoff game. Garrett can uh, coach this team. Yeah,
0: the fans we'll are
1: but uh, we'll see yeah we will we're we we on the same side of the argument i know what you're saying right. you just you don't have to carry out the, the way jerry might it.
0: right so about tonight's game um how you feel about that i just found out david Irvin is not playing that's that's a disappointment. no he's not game. he's still up here he didn't make the plane trip <sighs> that's disappointing i was looking forward to this dude man um, but think about i am too but
1: thinking about it he ain't taking no snaps he missed uh one of the fact i think he missed Wednesday's practice.
0: It ain't like he's out of shape because he's been, playing in football commission. Right, right. Oh, so tonight I have, I have Dallas by three. I know Brooklyn has yep. us losing because he's a Cowboy hater. Which no, actually, like five? I have you guys winning. Really? I have no faith in Texans at all. Really? I don't see you guys losing that game at all. Okay. I, it'd be nice. We're in the same division. It'd be really nice. Huh. But I don't see it happening. I'm going Cowboys on that one. Who, who you got, Chris?
1: This is the... I'm going to call this a Scott Leningham bone <laughs> see if he's learned his <laughs> lesson. Here's the deal. This is what's going to come down to. The, the Cowboys uh, have a great running game. It's all about Ezekiel. He leads the league in rushing. All right? He is the epitome of their entire offense. They, their offense is uh, on wide receivers. Passing games is terrible. It's suspect. Right. Houston defense can stop the running game. But they uh they got terrible against the passing game. Right. So you would think, okay, Scott Lenny, can you figure out how to take advantage of Dak throwing the ball? The most logical thing he could do is do what he did last week, which is make Zeke the number one receiver. Okay? Mm. Mm. You would think he would figure out put Zeke in the slot, do some creative things to to soften up the running game, make Zeke a receiver. True. All right. I mean, that's what they do with young Bell. That's what they do with Gurley. They do it all the rest of. Them. They only did it with Zeke last week for the first time. The first when Zeke was a rookie, he he was number twenty-seven in running back uh, catching the ball, targeting about getting targeted. So it's up to Lennihan to recognize this. And to me, the only other person who has a chance of exposing that Texas defense Mm is Tavon Austin. And all them tight ends get more snaps than Tavon Austin, which to me is ludicrous. So it's up to Scott Linehan. And I'm thinking, he ain't got no choice but to do it. Why wouldn't he do it? If he don't do it, all hell should break loose. I say the Cowboys by one point.
0: I personally want to see more Tavon Gallup um, and Beasley on the field together with Zeke in the backfield.
1: I agree with you. And let
0: me tell you why they don't do that. It's,
1: it's crazy. He, he, they claim that all of them are too short. I mean, Isn't that crazy? Man, but they can get passed. Those are the ones that can get He'll have all those tight ends who can't even block right. out there running around.
0: Yes, but those it's three, absolutely insane. It is <laughs> yeah, insane. It's crazy, it's crazy man. <laughs> I don't understand it at all. I feel like every time the Cowboys do something stupid, I just hop on Madden. And just correct all their mistakes. <laughs> Myself, so I feel <laughs> better. Like I, I said, this is Lenehan. This is all
1: Lenehan. Jared gave him enough rope to hang himself or, or quote-unquote, untied him so that he could win
0: some games. Let's see. Now, one more thing before we let you go, Chris. Uh, once again, Chris Arnold from 105.3 The Fan. Back in the day, K-104. Uh, 13.10 The Ticket. You can also catch him at MC the Mavericks. For the Mavericks. Mavericks, sir. Yes, sir. Voice of the Mavericks Arena. We have all that... Um, Special guest today, man. We, once again, we appreciate you joining us today, uh, Chris. Sure. Now, one more thing before we let you go. Um, Earl Tommy situation. Do, do you agree with him giving the middle finger or no? See, he's doing that to the coach,
1: but what always happens is every time a player does something like that, these experts who think they know... They don't know and they jump to a conclusion. The, the national pastime has jumped to a conclusion. I remember when you see uh, Dez all in Romo's face and they were saying, Look at Dez, he's so selfish. And then you hear on the NFL mics because the NFL network got a mic up. He said, Tony, don't get off, man. We still got this.
0: Right.
1: And none of them experts apologize. They jump to conclusions all the time. I truly, truly believe that Earl Thomas was probably giving the finger to Pete Carroll, hmm. saying, See what happened. But instead they generalize and say, I oh, was giving the finger to the entire Seattle team, the sideline. Look at him. So I wish he hadn't have done it only because it was left open to interpretation. Right. right. Otherwise, bit. I know how he felt. And and most of his uh other players in the league, they've for Earl said, you know, he, he caught up in the moment, he does his leg broke. I understand the passion. I said, look what happened. See, I came out here to do what I can do for y'all, and look what happened. Right. This is why I needed that extension. Everybody knows he's right. Ain't nobody mad at him. Right,
0: exactly.
1: Except for, except for analytical people who think they know it all. Yeah. Oh, you can't give him any money. Yeah. Look at his age. I tell you, the great ones, Earl Reed, I, 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 mean, I, I mean, Ed Reed. Ed Reed, that girl has a big the big names. They stay around until they're mid-30. He's only 29. Mm-hmm.
0: That's true, man. That. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is what I what kills me. These analytical people who overvalue
1: draft picks. You know, first of all, it depends on who you pick with that draft pick. Mm-hmm. I'm serious. I, I I can't even tell you how. The, oh no, that's a second that yeah. round pick. That's That's Earl Thomas is an All Pro, a perennial All Pro. Right game change how in the world can you tell me a second round pick is more valuable than a perennial all pro or don't tell me his age because we're talking about a safety not a running back it drives me crazy when they do that and then when they talk about pick, oh i'd have just or i'd have drafted a cornerback instead of z you know you know i I said it i got two words for him: mo claver Mm. and the reason i say mo claver mo claver was sec defensive player of the year he had the pedigree didn't nobody complain when the cowboys moved up to get him they thought they stole him and he never did uh, adjust he was supposed to be patrick peterson all over he played with patrick peterson Hmm. he was part of that you know brooklyn you know about lsu
0: yeah Mm. yeah there was was no
1: reason that mo Claver should have failed so don't tell me about. Draft picks instead of a, a, a all-pro safety. Right, don't right, tell right. me about because I can go ahead and I can. You talk about second-round picks? Don't let me talk about them tight ends the Cowboys been drafting they never did out in the second round. Yeah, what's we, his name? The the one backing up uh, Jason with they finally got rid of him. What's his name? Couldn't ever catch nothing. Um, oh, oh, uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, Gavin Escobar.
0: Escobar, yes sir.
1: Yeah. Don't let don't let <laughs> me keep talking. Don't let me go down the list. Of Just look it up on the Google. Is he still in the league? Every
0: so time some, some quote-unquote nerd online try to argue about, oh that's a second-round pick, shut up. Right. <laughs> I'm with you on that, Chris. I, I'm definitely with you on that. I'm definitely with you on that. Um, So we have our predictions, man. Once again, we're joined by special guest Chris Arnold from 105.3 The Fan. Yes, sir. Um, this is what? Hey, Lou, we got Brooklyn over here. One more quick question. Who is the real DBU, Florida State or LSU, Chris?
1: Think about it. Think about it. I'm not gonna I'm not, y'all, y'all, y'all got to get along and do a show together. I can't pick
0: a <laughs> side between y'all. No Y'all still gotta be on there when I'm gone. <laughs> hey, look, this is a good question. We play a game every week called Choosing, where I give scenarios like this, almost like Jesse's got to go on the fan. But yeah. um before we let you go, I just wanna throw that one at you. Who do you who is the real DBU? Like who has the best defensive backs? And putting them in the I NFL. know. I am gonna have to only I'm gonna have
1: to go to Florida State only because Prime uh, went there. Thank, uh, thank you.
0: that's all I wanted to hear, Chris. That's all uh, I wanted to hear. It started with Prime. He, it's like
1: it's like Prime is raising y'all's grade point average just by being on the bench. Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: And then you got the best corner in the game today, Jalen Ramsey. Come on. Okay, okay. Come on. I, I can't argue. I can't argue If I yeah. had time, I would go down a whole list of who we got in the league right now. The Marcus joining all of them. So but again yeah, he still I lost yesterday. Man, y'all lost to Florida. Right. I bet we'd be Florida. You, you see the stuff I have to deal with, Chris, every time every time I get on Yeah, there, that's why I say. Y'all gotta get go along. <laughs> but me. Y'all,
1: y'all got but no no, but it's, it's good debate. I love the way y'all handle the
0: debate yes sir yes sir once again thank Appreciate you so much thank you so much yes, sir. Thank you. Thank for joining you. us um hopefully oh yeah anytime y'all hopefully we'll get it too. you back um maybe talk to mavericks once the season started um yeah sure. sure and again to the people that's watching us on youtube and listening to us on spotify subscribe tell your friends to subscribe we will be giving out mavericks tickets um we went to the stars game we actually met mm-hmm. gavin um spittle at the stars game of the night chris did he um, buy you a beer. He's good. He's <laughs> well, I, I just actually wanted to talk to him, so but he was very friendly. Very nice guy to meet. Um, he, he is the hockey hawk. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So my first time at the Stars game, that was a great experience. So we will be passing our tickets to that as well. Top subscribers, man. But once again, thank you guys for listening. Thank you again, Chris, for joining us. And Much we will be right back at you. Welcome to podcast. All right, that'll work. Y'all take care. Yes, sir. You too. too. Thank you. Bye-bye.